Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And once again, I'm here to discuss all things Spoke to Be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, January 28th. Our Boston Bruins will be back in action tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins. They will be shorthanded due to injury suffered in the previous meeting between these two teams on Tuesday. We'll get into all that here in a moment, as well as update the NHL's top five teams. Before we do that, Let me remind you, the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, wherever you download podcasts. Please do subscribe. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to listen and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at LOBostonBruins on Twitter, and you can also... Find us at Locked On Bruins on Instagram. I am on both platforms at Ian C. McLaren. For those new to the podcast, I'm a lifelong Bruins fan since the late 80s. I have been writing about hockey for about 16 years, covered the NHL and other hockey related news for the score for about five years on a full time basis. I most recently was a freelance writer for various SB Nation sites covering the uh, junior hockey prospects that came through Guelph, which is where I live, and uh, yeah, have been doing this for, well, since October 2019, this podcast has been in existence, and it's uh, fun to be able to join you every day and to talk about our favorite hockey team, who I mentioned will be back in action tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Bruins, it was announced on Wednesday, will be without uh, Jake DeBrusque as well as Tukarask for tonight's game against the Penguins. Now, as I say that, I'm not quite sure if that means Rask won't be available to back up. He was dinged up a little bit in Tuesday's game. Yaroslav Halak was going to play tonight's game anyways, Bruce Cassidy said of Tuca after the first goal, he was in a little discomfort, was able to finish the game. He wasn't feeling 100% on Wednesday, so they kept him off the ice. And they'll go with, of course, uh, Halak tonight, and hopefully Tuca is ready for Saturday's game in Washington. Now, Jake DeBrusque, a bit more serious. He exited the first period with a lower body injury after taking a hip check from Sidney Crosby in the neutral zone. He's considered day-to-day, won't play Thursday, and they'll go from there, said Bruce Cassidy. So with DeBrusque missing, Andre Kasha already sidelined with an upper body injury. David Pasternak not expected to return before Saturday. Cassidy was forced to mix up his lines for Wednesday's practice, and we'll see here on Thursday if they stick for the game. Craig Smith skated on the right side of the top line along with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. Nick Ritchie, David Krejci on the second line were joined by Charlie Coyle, who's, you know, regular third-line center, but he can play the right side in a pinch. Anders Bjork, Sean Corrali, and Chris Wagner on the third line. And then Trent Frederick, Par Lindholm, Jack Stanika on the fourth line. So 
really mixing things up there with the injuries to those three key forwards. Um, and again, we'll see if those lines stick for tonight's game against the Penguins. On defense, nothing really changed. Jeremy Lozon, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick, Brandon Carlo, Jacobs Borrell, Kevin Miller, and Callum Booth was the backup goalie. He's the taxi squad goalie at the moment as Dan Vladder and Jeremy Swayman are down at Providence training camp. Matt Grizzlick did miss the past two games, but it seems as though uh, he should be ready to go tonight after a couple more days of practice. Now, on the Penguins' side of things, they received quite a shock on Wednesday as General Manager Jim Rutherford abruptly announced that he was stepping down from his role with the team. Assistant GM Patrick Alvin has taken over from Rutherford on an interim basis as the club begins its search for a permanent replacement. Under Rutherford, the Penguins became the first team to win consecutive Stanley Cups since the 1998 Detroit Red Wings. That was in 2016-2017. He really was not afraid to make bold moves to change the roster as he saw fit. Uh, you know, he traded for Phil Kessel from the Maple Leafs. He traded Phil Kessel to the Arizona Coyotes and made just a bevy of moves uh, as GM of the uh, Penguins over the years. Rutherford and the Penguins denied his decision was health-related or that he was retiring. Uh, obviously, a lot of people found the decision and the timing of it to be surprising and curious. Just seven games into the season, he has just months remaining on his contract, and there's some speculation that the split was less amicable than we might be led to believe. There are rumblings out there that Rutherford was keen on trading perhaps Chris Letang or Evgeny Malkin in the offseason. That was poo-pooed by ownership, and perhaps he felt like he wasn't able to um, you know, use his power in the way that he saw fit as the general manager of the team. He had traded Matt Murray to the Ottawa Senators during the offseason. That move, um, I mean, not necessarily backfired as Matt Murray isn't really off to a hot start in Ottawa, but the two replacements in Tristan Jari and Casey the Smith aren't exactly lighting up the world either. So remains to be seen how that might affect the Penguins on the ice tonight. Certainly there's some off ice upheaval to uh, contend with, but you know, they're pros and it shouldn't affect them too, too much. I wouldn't think, but it's still, uh, you know, something to keep in mind as we get ready for tonight's game between the Bruins and the Penguins. This will be Boston's last home game for uh, a few days here. They'll travel to Washington to play the Capitals on Saturday as well as on uh, Monday, February 1st. And then from there, they go to Philadelphia for two more games against the Flyers on Wednesday the 5th. Sorry, Wednesday the 3rd, Friday the 5th before they return home to play the Sabres on February 6th. Um, and we'll break that all down, of course, as it comes up. But tonight, the Bruins will look to beat the Penguins once again and uh, rise above them in the standings as both teams enter tonight's action with nine points, although the Bruins do have a game in hand and a better point percentage. In fact, they are... 
uh, second in the East with a 750 point percentage, two points back of the Washington Capitals with the game in hand, and they also have the best goal differential in the NHL. So keep it locked on at LO Boston Bruins for the latest when it comes to lineup news for tonight's game. But again, DeBrusque out, Grizzlick probably in, and Tuka Rask. Um, yeah, will not be starting, but we'll see if he's backup or if Callum Booth is pressed into action as tonight's backup. Now the Super Bowl matchup is set. The NBA and the NHL regular seasons are rolling along, and there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that's betonline.ag. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. You can also visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG on social media to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. You can get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Now Thursdays on Locked On Boston Bruins, I like to take a look at the NHL's top five teams. It's a segment I call All the President's Men as we examine teams who are in the running for the President's Trophy as the NHL's top team at the end of the regular season. Of course, our Boston Bruins are the reigning President's Trophy champions. And at the moment, uh, the top five teams by points are the Toronto Maple Leafs at 12, Vegas Golden Knights and Washington Capitals tied with 11, and the Montreal Canadiens, Winnipeg Jets at 10 but I like to do it a little more nuanced by looking at point percentage because some teams have played more games than others goal differential as well as some fancy stats so for the moment I'm going to put the Montreal Canadiens at the top they're 4-0-2 through six games they have the top point percentage among teams that have played at least four games touch on that here in a moment They have a league-leading plus 11 goal differential, and their fancy stats back that up as well with a 54.71 Corsi percentage. They've taken 273 attempts at 5-on-5 and only given up 226. So overall, the Canadians are playing very good hockey, and they get top spot in the... NHL's power rankings here on the podcast this week. I don't know why I began with the the top team. Usually we go backwards, but uh, what the hell. We'll go uh, top to bottom now and give the Canadians number one spot. Next, I'm going to list the Vegas Golden Knights. They have a record of four, sorry, five, one, and one through seven games, a 786 point percentage plus six goal differential, and their fancy stats are also quite good. They have a 53.54 Corsi percentage, which is good for seventh in the NHL. And uh, funnily enough, they are being led by 
a former Montreal Canadian in Max Pacioretty. Max Pacioretty was traded to Vegas in a package that included Thomas Tatar, as well as Nick Suzuki, who if you've listened to the podcast before, you know I am a big fan of Suzuki. But Pacioretty has come out flying with six goals through seven games so far to lead the NHL in that category. Uh, So very impressive season so far for Pacioretty and the Vegas Golden Knights, who are led by Mark Stone, uh, Robin Leonard, and Marc-Andre Fleury, arguably the best duo in the NHL in net, along with our very own Rask and Halak, of course. Uh, Alex Pietrangelo's fitting in pretty well. Shea Theodore uh, is outshining him on the blue line, and Vegas, I believe, is one of the top contenders for the Stanley Cup at this point in the season. So I'm going to go Montreal 1, Vegas number 2, and then in third place this week, I'll slot the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like I said, they lead the league in points with 12. They have played a league high, uh, sorry, they have played eight games. Only Vancouver has played more. The Maple Leafs have a 750 win percentage, a plus four goal differential, and they too have positive possession numbers. 52.77 when it comes to Corsi percentage. They have allowed um, 300 and seven shot attempts against which is uh, tied for uh, sorry eighth highest among NHL teams but they've also taken 343 which is second in the NHL so you know they're a high volume team at both ends of the ice obviously incredibly talented players Mitch Marner I believe leads the NHL in points at the moment with um yeah, he's tied with Connor McDavid at 12 points to lead the NHL. And um, yeah, the Maple Leafs clearly have a boatload of talent. There's always questions about their defense, about their goaltending. Uh, but, you know, for the moment, they look pretty strong. And as a result, I'm putting them third in the NHL's power rankings uh, this week. Now, number four might surprise some people. But I'm going to put the Carolina Hurricanes. They've played only three games so far because of COVID-related um, postponements. They're two and one with a plus three goal differential. But what really impresses me about this team is their underlying numbers. Again, it's a bit of a smaller sample size, but they lead the NHL in Corsi percentage at 58.09. And their expected goals percentage is also tops in the NHL at 59.85. Now, this is a team that is believed to be not just on the rise, but to kind of have arrived as one of the top teams in the NHL. There were high hopes for them heading into the playoffs last season. Of course, our Boston Bruins took care of that, but they're very deep led by some very talented young players in Andrei Svechnikov, Sebastian Ajo, we all know Dougie Hamilton, what he can do, Teuvo Teravainen, and some more established veterans like Jordan Stahl and uh, Brady Shea. Their defense is amazing. Jacob Slavin, Brett Pesci. So these guys have the wherewithal to succeed in the NHL and Despite the fact they've only played a few games, uh, I'm putting them in fourth because of their incredibly strong underlying numbers. 
In fifth this week, I'm going to put the reigning Western Conference champion Dallas Stars. They're 3-0-0 on the season. Again, they were another team that was delayed due to COVID-19 protocols and some positive cases on the team. They have a plus nine goal differential through those three games, which is second in the NHL behind the Montreal Canadiens, who I mentioned earlier. Their underlying numbers not as promising at uh, 47.91 with respect to expected goals, as well as 49.52 when it comes to Corsi. But again, they're kind of just getting going. Joe Pavelski has been on fire to start the season, replacing Tyler Sagan, who's out of the lineup, recovering from offseason surgery as the team's number one center. And um, I really think once this team is at full strength, they should be pretty um, difficult to contend with once again. Keep in mind, they are in the same division right now as the Tampa Bay Lightning, who they lost to in the Stanley Cup final last year. So that could very well be a a second round uh, rematch in the playoffs this season, if not um, first round, depending on how things shake out among the top four there. But uh, Dallas, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Florida, who's also undefeated, uh, clearly separating themselves right now as the top four teams in the uh, Discover, quote-unquote, Central Division. In the East, we're really seeing the Capitals, our Boston Bruins, the Penguins, and the Flyers separate themselves from the pack. Uh, New Jersey, the Islanders, Sabres, Rangers, a bit further behind. When it comes to the Honda West, there's pretty much only three good teams in that division. The Vegas Golden Knights, St. Louis Blues, and Colorado Avalanche. And then from there, uh, it's really hard to say who will be the fourth team. And then in the Canadian division, we're seeing so far the Leafs, Canadians, Jets, and Canucks as the top teams. Although the Canucks in fourth spot right now have a below 500 point percentage. The Calgary Flames uh, could be the team to rise up and take that spot. They only have five games played as compared to nine for Vancouver and have a plus goal differential, which the uh, Canucks do not. So that's kind of how the playoff picture is shaping up here early in this season and uh, quite a few games yet to be played. Hopefully there are no interruptions due to COVID as we move along here and uh, a lot of exciting hockey to come. So keep it locked here on Locked On Boston Bruins every Thursday For the latest when it comes to all the President's Men, the NHL's top five teams. And just to recap, we have Montreal, Vegas, Toronto, Carolina, and Dallas as the top five teams this week. Now rockauto.com is a family-owned business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. If you go to rockauto.com, you can shop for all the auto and body parts you need from hundreds of manufacturers. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, their prices are always reliably low and the same for pros as well as do-it-yourselfers. If you go to rockauto.com right now, you can see all the parts available for your car or truck. 
right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, Built Bar is quite simply the best tasting protein bar ever. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, six new ones that include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. My mouth is already watering. They come in nut and non-nut options, and they're all gluten-free, which is important to me as someone who has celiac. They're covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, but you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. The NHL regular season is underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Locked On NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get podcasts. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL as we do here on Locked On Boston Bruins. Yesterday, I mentioned the uncertain future of defenseman Vince Dunn with the St. Louis Blues. He was made a healthy scratch against Vegas earlier this week. And Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic wonders if it was a wake-up call or an indication that a trade could be coming soon. Several factors, according to Rutherford, cloud Dunn's future with the Blues. They include his poor start to this season, restricted free agent status with arbitration rights next summer, the team's limited salary cap space, and the emergence of some younger blue liners, as well as this summer's expansion draft. Rutherford looked at the pros and cons of trading Dunn, and a good return for him would be a first-round pick or a player of equal caliber to the defenseman. Uh, even a first or a second pick could be worthwhile for the Blues, according to Rutherford. And the Philadelphia Flyers, Vancouver Canucks, or Winnipeg Jets are listed as the teams that could be kicking the tires. Um, I think it's probably well worth Don Sweeney's time to investigate this as well. Vince Dunn is a very talented left-hand shot, and he could really help to boost uh, the left-hand side. Although Lozon, Zborl, Grizzlick have played well, uh, but if anyone could be bumped out when it comes to playoff time, it could be Zborl um, just because of his lack of experience. And we'll see if Sweeney pulls the trigger on any deals uh, prior to the deadline. According to Joe Haggerty, of Boston Hockey Now, he believes Anders Bjork would be a very sensible trade chip for the Bruins. Uh, won't happen anytime soon with all the injury issues, but uh, there might not be room for Bjork once the lineup is healthy, especially with how strong Nick Ritchie's been playing, the emergence of Trent Frederick. On the left side, you have Marchand and Debraska ahead of him as well. So it'll be very hard for him to fit in. Ideally, on the right side, you'd have Pasternak, um, Kasha, Smith, Wagner, Stanika kind of needing to fit in there as well. A rumored swap in the fall was uh, Bjork for Alex 
chase on with the Edmonton Oilers. That didn't really materialize, didn't really seem worthwhile at the time anyways, but I do kind of agree with Joe here that Bjork could be the odd man out and that, uh, you know, hopefully Sweeney can pull off a deal similar to what he did with uh, Ryan Donato a couple years ago, Danton Heinen last season, and um, I really see uh, him being kind of the odd man out as a trade piece heading down the road. Um, so yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for the rumors of the day. Again, uh, we will see here in a little bit what the Bruins lineup looks like for tonight. Looks like Craig Smith will get an opportunity to shine on the top line with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. He's been playing quite well as of late after missing the opener due to injury. Uh, probably see something like Richie, Krejci, Stanika on the second line, Frederick Coyle Bjork and then Lindholm coming in with Corrali and Wagner is kind of how I see things shaking out. Uh, a bit different from what we saw at practice yesterday, uh, but we'll see here what happens in the morning skate. Keep it locked to at LO Boston Bruins for the latest when it comes to uh, lineup updates and news on Twitter. And also, uh, yeah, please do subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Tell your Bruins-loving friends and family members about the podcast. And please do post a review if you haven't already. It would be very much appreciated. Uh, Pop culture-wise, I didn't really answer any of these questions yesterday, but still working through Justified with my wife. We're on season six now, which is the final season. It's being removed from Prime here in a couple of days, which is a bit of a bummer, but it is available on the CTV app in Canada, so we'll be able to finish it there. I'm now on season four of Superstore, which I'm really enjoying. Uh, Parks and Rec is coming to Netflix Canada next week, so I'll definitely be all over that. And um, what else? Yeah, eagerly anticipating the drop of a new Weezer album. Uh, I said I'm a lifelong Bruins fan off the top, lifelong Weezer fan as well as they were the first CD that I purchased back in the day. Uh, So yeah, still a fan of theirs and looking forward to hearing the new album. That about does it for today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game as well as This Week in Hockey with Mayor Zilberberg. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for the support, friends. Have a great Thursday. It is Bell Let's Talk Day up here in Canada and, and online. I said this morning that it kind of hits different this year. My mental health has kind of been all over the place lately. A bit leery of the corporate angle, not to mention just being open in general as of late. But it is important to be vulnerable when ready and to help break the stigma. If you're struggling, know that you are not alone. Everyone's on their own journey. We're all at different comfort levels in terms of opening up and embracing the Bell Let's Talk initiative, and that's totally fine. You're not alone if you're struggling on any level, and if you're okay, please check in on friends who might not be today. That's it, friends. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow for the final episode this week of Locked On Boston Bruins.